0: This is Talking C, your weekly supply of the dark side, not just the dark matter.
1: everybody, my name is Josh Roach. I am Casey Shreffler. I'm
2: Sean Sullivan.
1: And we are Talking Sith. Welcome to our inaugural episode zero, an episode that is sure to live in infamy. Destiny be banished to the unknown regions of the Star Wars Entertainment with the likes of the Star Wars Holiday Special. Alright guys, celebration.
0: I thought it was pretty awesome, man. Um, the one thing that was different from this celebration to the last one that we went to... Was the fact that you and I, Josh, were carrying around small children with us the entire time:
1: Definitely adds uh, another dynamic to uh, the celebration yeah. fun.
0: But it was it was cool to see someone else who is super super young experience the world of Star Wars for the, like legitimately for the first time, and interact with droids because I don't even know what's going to like, to them they're, they probably think the BB8s that they see on the floor are real. Well, that's like
1: that became all right. So, like, there's a bunch of cool crap that happened in Celebration that we're going to get to. But honestly, I'd say my personal highlight from Celebration was just that, like watching my daughter experience these things. Because every night before bed, uh, she she gets read a couple bedtime stories, but she always wants Star Wars story. And in her room, her her room is Star Wars themed, and so but she loves. Who would have thought? But <laughs> she loves she loves uh, Darth Vader. She loves R two D two. She loves Yoda, Chewbacca, BB eight, and her seeing Chewbacca like there was a guy in a screen accurate. Legit oh, I remember.
0: Chewbacca. I remember that. I remember yeah, that.
1: Freaking out and all day she was. Chewie's so funny. Chewie's so funny. Just that's what I mean, you know. Like what Disney is to a lot of kids. That's what celebration
2: is to her. Like these. I mean, can can you imagine, like, right now, if you were just like actually placed into Star Wars, like the universe, like that's their perception of it. They don't know if Darth Vader or the stormtroopers are real. They're just like, oh my god, like (laughs) Darth Vader's right in front of me. So, like, you
0: know,
2: I I wish I could put myself in that position where I legitimately thought, like, yeah, that that was blurred. Yeah, the the lines are so blurred.
0: Yeah, it's just, it's just it's so fun. It's so cool. And uh, talking about personal highlights, I, I I honestly like the best part about it was just hanging out with you guys again. Uh, for those of you who don't know, we've been friends for like 20 years. And we live scattered across the country. So we don't get to see each other very often. But uh, being able to like hang out in person, walk the floor, and like share like a common uh, hobby or interest was was super enjoyable.
1: Yeah, I say Star Wars is the foundation of our uh, of our friendships. So yeah. being able to come together, what twenty years later, and share
2: that experience. <laughs> I mean, the, the the prime years of our youth were spent either pretending we were playing Star Wars, playing video games about Star Wars, or watching Star Wars, or talking about Star Wars.
0: So yeah, and then uh, here we are in our almost thirties for one of us, and all of us married, and basically doing the same damn thing.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> right, and raising our children up to do the same thing as well.
0: But yeah, it was uh, it was a super fun experience, Sean. What, what was the uh, what was one of your highlights of celebration this year?
2: Uh, honestly, probably the uh, episode nine panel was like the, the highlight. I would say. I mean, just the, I mean the whole situation around us getting in, and then I mean we could probably tell the story in a little bit about oh, who we got Lord. in and, and how everybody got. Well, oh, I don't yeah. know. Go into the exact details of everybody and how they got in but that was well, awesome and this then, is a tell-all yeah <laughs> I, and then maybe we should go into it so,
0: well anthony daniels didn't release his book as telling the odds so we can we can tell the odds we can, can take we can take it but yeah, yeah but, I mean, um
2: the panel was just awesome though. i mean and, and yeah. the tra- i mean just leading up to the trailer i can't even express how awesome just the excitement of the room and the, and the trailer itself was
0: and that's the difference between having trailers released and watching them at home by yourself on a computer and being around everyone who's so excited about this one specific movie that's coming out and uh, just kind of like feeding off the energy of each other. Uh, it's its something that you don't really get to experience in any other genre or any other franchise um, as far as I know. So, even going back and watching videos of people who didn't make it into the panel at the actual like celebration stage, oh man, watching it and watching their reactions like I still get chills just like watching that video and watching people's reactions to it. It's because it's just
2: real. I mean, the if you listen to Josh's video that he took and the, the girl that we were the high school girl that we were with or next to, I mean, just her reaction to the screaming that she was doing during this whole thing. I mean, it was, it, it was fun to listen to how excited she was and how excited everyone around us was. Yeah. yeah
1: it's awesome that they waited to like, they got a lot of flack for waiting this long to release the title because there were several times like, Oh, they're going to drop the title at the Super Bowl, They're going to drop the trailer here. They're going to do this here, but man, it's worth it to wait until celebration when you got, you know, 60,000 people gathered to see this
0: oh yeah especially when uh when the title is as epic as it is the rise of skywalker (sighs) and everyone just goes nuts like everywhere in chicago like it sort of sounded like i couldn't even hear anything besides people screaming like it seemed
2: like that it seemed like that that part of where the (laughs) title rolled and you hear Palpatine laugh like that seemed to go on for like i don't know a minute and then it kind of quieted down and then you know, Ian McDermott comes out Roar! and, ah! and freaks out.
0: Yeah, every everyone just went like he couldn't even get to where he was gonna say roll it again because people were just screaming and in yeah. and, and excitement, not screaming in like horror or terror. <laughs> Pulp- <But laughs> maybe a
1: little maybe a little bit of both if there was those children in the audience, like
2: like yeah. our children we were saying, Oh my god. Yeah, yeah he like think- pulled the microphone up to his mouth and like started to open his mouth and the, the whole crowd just freaked out like in excitement.
0: Yeah, I think one thing we need to talk about real quick too. Um I'll let Josh finish the story, but uh to kind of preface this, the the whole getting into panels this year at Celebration was set up by lottery. So sure. there was no waiting in line. You just kinda of had to submit your badge number with or without a group and hope one person in the group won to get into the panel. And uh that room was pretty full. Uh I don't I don't think anyone was going to miss that panel if they had it, but since uh, since Sean had registered me with an infant, we had an extra seat. And uh, Josh, I'll let you take that from there.
1: The thing yeah, well, after uh, having small heart attacks all night, when uh, we realized that all of our group did not have the QR codes to get in, it was uh, quickly alleviated when we were waiting for UKC uh to get there from the taxi just by talking to... Sean talked to a guy in line, basically told him like, "Yeah, till your whole group gets here we 'll take you in, talk to Emily, Emily. and Emily Emily was the key to all of this, so <laughs> while we 're waiting for uh, Casey to arrive, um, it was the windy city, so pretty windy, and uh, my wife took shelter behind this large sign. Uh, and ended up meeting this this young girl there waiting and she was telling us that she's from New Mexico. She'd just flown there for one day. Her and her dad came there. She was missing her prom to do this. And she they didn't get into the panel, but they were saying
0: I don't even think she knew about the lotteries either. She was just hoping to get in.
1: No, no, no. She knew she she knew she entered and she did not get in. So oh. she uh, but she said she was waiting there because just in the hopes that there would be,
2: you know, there were hundreds of people out there waiting. In this. Oh, yeah overflow line but, that and, uh, and, and but they even said that there wasn't going to be overflow. I mean the chance right. of anybody getting in that was waiting out there. Well, they say that so, they say that every time though. They're right. like, but just to it, try to Nothing was even. guaranteed and it was probably I would say slim that she was going to get in. Oh no, yeah. I don't there, think there's don't no think way. Anybody
0: else got there. in. There was no way that she was going to get in. Because,
2: I mean, maybe the other panels, but everybody wanted to go to the episode. Uh, yeah, the
1: Mandalorian I've heard some conflicting things about. But uh, I'll get to that. So we get in. Our whole group group arrives. We talk to this Emily chick. And she's like, oh, yeah, you guys are cleared. Uh, let me see your emails. You're actually cleared for six seats. And there's five of us.
0: Thank you, my daughter, Natalia, who yep. didn't come.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so. We get up to our seats in the auditorium. We sit down, and it's not super packed yet uh, in our section. So I tell you guys, like, hey, I'll be right back. So I run back outside. I talk to Emily. I'm like, hey, Emily, there's one more person in our group. She's outside. Uh, can I go get her? She's like, oh, yeah, just uh, just message her. Tell her to come up. here. She's like, oh, uh, <laughs> she doesn't have a smartphone. She's like, oh, yeah, what- yeah, you're, you're just well, most high school girls don't have. Yeah, phones, yeah. So. <laughs> she, she said, "Just tell her to use your QR code." It was like, "Oh, she doesn't have a smartphone. She can't." Oh, oh, okay. You're uh, gonna have to go out and go around the building, like go around the block,
0: nope. which is like a Man. half mile. This this arena is
1: huge. Yeah. Instead of tell instead of just like letting me go back out the entrance where uh, we come in with security, so I'm like, "Oh, okay, thanks, Emily." So as soon as she turns away, I go out the entrance we came in with security security guy stops me and I'm like uh Emily said I could go through here and he's like oh okay go ahead yep. so I I run back out and at this point there is a massive line just masses of people just lined up around the block so I'm running up and down this line and I about to give up because I didn't I didn't see this girl that we met so just as I'm about to go back in she's like the fourth person in line hidden behind her father and some other guy sheltering her from the wind so I run up and I'm like uh, I'm like hey Call, I call her name. I'm like, hey, come with me, come with me. And she's like, what? Uh.
2: And her dad she, at this point. She turns to her dad. She
1: turns to <laughs> <She turns laughs> her dad. She's like, dad. What? And he's just like, go, go with that 30-year-old man dressed like Kylo Ren. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I,
0: got I, t- I, t- I tell you what, though, that that made probably her entire year. If you look at her Instagram, huh. uh, oh my, uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's all Star Wars related. She didn't even tell her friends where she was going. Because she didn't want anyone to be disappointed that she didn't get into this panel, because that was like her main goal. And uh, man, she was so excited; she was crying,
1: like, like you know, imagine how women reacted to like the Beatles. Like this is how this girl was at. Like she was jumping up and down, yeah. shrieking, and, weeping,
2: and and to make it even better, we before the actual like panel started and before the trailer rolled, we're like, oh. We're- what do you guys think the name of the, you know, the movie's going to be? And hers had something with Skywalker. I don't know if it was Rise of Skywalker, but it oh, was like yeah. Return of Skywalker or something like that. It's like, like
1: Skywalker's going to be in the title. Yeah, she, gonna, yeah. She, she
2: guessed it was going to have Skywalker. So when they actually rolled the trailer and showed the title, she like lost her
0: mind. Like yeah, she was she for... she, was, she was shrieking unbearably. Yeah. It was like awesome. I, I like I was recording cuz I was I was live streaming the trailer like to people on my Facebook and uh the entire room is screaming, but you can audibly hear her yell like six like six seats down from me, like her guttural. I I don't want to say death <laughs> rattle, but, but no, it was it was much more high pitched than that. It was the opposite like a, like of a a death like Yeah, it was it was a life rattle. But man, yeah, she was so excited. It was so cool to. Uh, to be able to give her that experience as as, as a yep. high school student who missed her prom to, to oh. just to be there for that. I mean it
2: was awesome now, but I can't even imagine us in high school like oh. not even knowing anything about all this and, and getting into that it would have been. Yeah, that. I'm st-
0: yeah, it's good talking talking about high school. I'm still pissed because I don't know if I think it was episode one. You guys were going to the midnight premiere. Episode three. That oh, was no, episode, episode three. One. One. You, one. you guys one. were going to the midnight premiere. Uh, this is probably this is what, two thousand three? Two thousand five. Uh, 2005 so i was two years out of i was a sophomore in high school and my my dad would not let me go that's too bad I actually, and, uh, and like you guys are going and everyone else is going josh went with me the next day yeah, I, I don't know how
1: story on on another podcast on uh, uh, rogue one podcast for winners uh, I called in and I, I told the story of like basically the first of all the Star Wars movies I saw. And I told the story of how we all got tickets to go and Casey was not allowed to go. But I stayed up, Sean and I, we, stayed, oh, yeah. we went and watched it. We stayed up all night talking about it, went to school. It was like zombies and it yeah. was terrible.
2: Yeah. I, so I, then I, then- I, went, I went home and passed out. Like after school got done, it was like three o'clock. And I was like, I, I can't go out anymore. I go home and pass out.
1: Yeah, not me. I got to, uh, so directly after school, I leave with Casey. We go watch episode three again. And then Casey drops me off. I I remember going back up into my bedroom. I put A New Hope on. And I remember watching it, thinking, like, this is all transformed. The entire original trilogy is transformed now because I see Anakin and Vader and fell asleep to that.
0: Interesting. Let's let's go back to uh, the episode nine trailer, though. Um,
1: so I have the episode nine trailer pulled up. I thought maybe we could, if we all pull it up and semi started at the same time, we could kind of talk myself. over
2: some main well, points. Well, I'll pull it up. Yeah. Sure. All right. Well, you Give me a second. I'll pull it.
1: But that's another thing that I said at, uh, when I called into, uh, Rogue One was I'm excited to watch episode nine and see what JJ has in store for us, like, because I fully expect that it's going to be transformative for the entire saga, so I can rush home and watch all these movies anew.
0: Yeah, yep. no, it's it's uh, it's yeah. I mean, tra- I don't think "transform" is necessarily the right word because each trilogy is essentially meant for different generations of people. Um, the original trilogy was meant for our parents. You know, when they were kids. And then I I think I was ten when episode one came out, the Phantom Menace. Yeah,
2: probably like eight.
0: No, it came out in ninety nine. Yeah, you're right
2: you're right, you're right. you're right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So uh, yeah, I was I was ten, and uh, so I loved it. And I didn't understand why people didn't really like it be- because the people who didn't like it were the older folks. This is probably for a different podcast, though. Uh, <laughs> let's go through. Let's so, go through the trailer. I have it pulled up.
2: But, but really quick, though. I mean. This is going to kind of be an end, though, right? Because the whole nine episodes have been the story of the Skywalker family. Yep. This okay. is going to be the end of that story. So this really is, it's going to, it's well, kind Yeah, awesome.
0: and, and that's kind of what J.J. Abrams was saying. He's like, this is not like a single movie that has to have a beginning, middle, and an end. This is a movie that has to not only end its own trilogy, but end a nine trilogy saga.
1: Well, yeah, this, well, he said that not only does this movie have to stand on its own, but it does have to be the end to a trilogy and the end to a nine-movie yeah. saga. Yeah, it's you have a... to
2: tie in people who yeah. haven't seen any Star Wars, people who yeah. have only seen the new trilogy, and people who are, you no know, haven't fans that have watched all night. Well, no I'm pressure, J.J. In, I'm oh, glad it's back oh, in sure. J.J.'s hands. I'll, I'll just say that.
0: What about
1: uh, Kyle and Trevorrow? Uh,
0: you know, he I... take the heat, and you he got the hell out of the kitchen. I enjoyed Jurassic World, but I think that uh, Disney... Disney kind of stepped on him a little bit because he came from like the indie underground thing, kind of like Ryan Johnson originally, but Ryan, Ryan's in some other big movies, and Jurassic world was Colin's first like big Hollywood blockbuster movie, and uh, I think he just kind of went with what the studio wanted and then by the time he was offered you know episode nine or whatever he uh he had his own ideas and wanted to go his own direction. Right. But the people at Lucasfilm, whether it was Kathleen or Bob Iger at Disney, was just like, uh, nope, nope. This is a huge brand, and this is the way it's going to be. Right? <laughs> like, kind yep. of like I think they just kind of like Solo. Figure... Yeah. yeah, I think they just wanted like a figurehead, yeah. um, like the Queen of England. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, just to just to be there. Been just... The whole time. All right, you guys I, ready? I agree, Sean. I, right.
2: I, uh, I. different topic for a different. Subject. All right, All right. Are, I, are, are we on the official Star Wars YouTube channel at the very beginning, zero zero yep. seconds into? It? Out of yep. two
0: hundred three, right?
2: All right, are we gonna watch the whole thing through? Are we? Gonna, no, yeah. I
0: think I think we're gonna stop it like yeah. every let's let's stop it like every ten seconds and talk. About it.
1: All right, every ten seconds. All right, you ready? Yeah. Yep. Three, two, one, play. Yep. Lucasfilm. L C D. What's awesome about this trailer, well, I noticed one thing is, All right, right, we're 10 seconds in, let's keep going. Let's go to 20.
0: Well, hold on. So, no, let's let Josh finish, but the first 10 seconds was just a Lucasfilm thing, and if you want to, like, talk about being in that room just when Lucasfilm came up, that's the only thing we saw up until now, in the first 10 seconds of the trailer. And people were ecstatic. The room went crazy. Uh, Real quick, I'll point
1: something out here. Just in the first, you know, couple seconds when you when you just see Lucasfilm, before you see anything else, you hear Ray breathing. Interesting fact: all three of the first trailers for this trilogy start with people breathing. Force Awakens: Finn is breathing, p- pops up, he's breathing yep. heavy. Yep. Uh, episode eight: all of a sudden, it goes from like black kind of looks like stars but it's that rock and then ray slams her hand down and she's breathing heavy and you hear luke breathe just breathe and now we now we have ray here breathing once again
0: yeah no that's true um it's, it's an interesting uh connection between at least all the trailers so uh i enjoy it let's uh let's play the next 10 I'm, seconds I'm,
1: next 10 seconds let's go. are we at 20 seconds guys
0: uh, no we're at 10 seconds
2: okay Alright, next (laughs) 10 seconds. One, two, three, go. She looks concerned.
0: Okay, so we start to hear Skywalker say we passed on all we know, right? And We. Yeah, so uh, you can assume that she's probably talking to maybe Yoda, maybe Qui-Gon, maybe Obi-Wan.
2: Hopefully all of them.
0: Or or it's just because that she has the Jedi text that she took. Yeah, maybe, maybe Secret that is The Jedi Lee. texts.
2: I, yeah. I gotta think there's gonna be some sort of, I don't know, Force ghost. I mean, we had Yoda ghost. in the last one. I mean, if we see Ewan or you know, we see, you know, Qui Gon Liam Neeson, that would be awesome.
1: I'm you know, most excited to see one Force ghost, and I and think and, with everything JJ's been saying it would make perfect sense for Hayden to show back up.
0: I mean, yeah. But uh, one thing that we saw in The Last Jedi that had never happened before with Force Ghosts is that Yoda interacted with the live world.
1: Right. Well, we see kind of a progression of that, right? So we know that a disembodied Qui-Gon talks to Yoda in Episode 3. Yep tells them how to commune with each other, right? So then episode four, once again, when Obi-Wan passes away, we get the disembodied voice. Use the Force, Luke. Uh, Fast forward to Empire, where we just see a real shimmery, very see-through Obi-Wan. And Jedi, though, Obi Wan is not totally see through, and he's sitting on logs. He's yeah, already... he, sit,
0: he sits on something, but this is something. So, I mean, like sure. sitting on something is different sit than affecting, it. like the <laughs> world around you. Like, uh, I don't know what yeah. the weight of a force ghost is sitting on a log, but starting a fire is some. Um, oh yeah, calling yeah. lightning nonsense. down so, from the sky. So,
2: so the Jedi have, I mean, collectively advanced their skills in in communication, right? You know, through, as time goes on,
1: right. So what's uh, what's Luke gonna be like in
0: episode yeah. nine? Who, who knows? And and so like this this whole sequence here, um, it looks like with the heavy breathing, she doesn't look worried like Finn did in The Force Awakens, like after a crash. It looks like she's preparing for something that she knows is coming. So it almost seems like a tr- like some sort of Meditative. training. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's like a it's something. So could it it's be some training? Sort of training thing? Could yeah. Be.
2: I don't know though. She, she does look pretty concerned though. I mean, it, she, no,
0: she I mean, looks focused.
1: Yeah, she does look focused. It looks like she's ready. Like she's
2: just like centering herself.
0: I don't know. I mean, I, is, I, it probably
2: won't be what we expect. It's going right. to be There'll be let's, some let's, context let's, to it. That's that the last Jedi there. I think the we should do 20 seconds because we're going to get Yeah, give I a lot agree.
0: I agree. I was, I was going to suggest that too. Let's, do the, let's go up to 40 <laughs> seconds. All right, let's All right. go.
2: passed on all they know raise lightsabers uh re- repaired somehow, how does she get that yeah, she does look pretty like not freaking out right, like she just looks focused
0: yeah, right, it's a perfect time to stop every generation has a legend that that is that is super epic because every generation did have a le because if you talk if you separate this nine movie saga into three separate trilogies, like it is. Um, each generation had its own person to look up to, and the original trilogy it was Luke Skywalker, right?
1: Yeah. Well, this is a direct callback. This trailer, "Every Generation Has a Legend," is a direct callback to the Episode One trailer. You see the Gungans coming out of the swamp in the first Episode One trailer. You see a couple other quick shots, and then it goes to "Every Generation Has a Legend," and then. Yeah. So, so I guess who's the who's every generation every generation or every story has a beginning is the next line in the episode one.
0: Well, I I mean I think it's safe to assume in this trilogy the legend would be Rey. She's the only person who is um advanced enough in the force to not not only wield a lightsaber but to do something else besides pull a broom to their hand, which also boy. You know, yeah, uh, from the Last Jedi. So there's other force-sensitive people out there who want to do good, but um, I think Ray is is the legend of this generation.
2: Well, is the legend a person? I mean, she, that's what I'm gonna say. Is she really a legend yet? I mean, she's making her her legend. Right well, now, I think
0: right? I think we I think we find out throughout the course of this film.
2: I um, would say up until the last two episodes that Luke has been the legend. Just the way he's been kind of elusive.
0: Well, right? I mean, well, I mean, sure, Luke Skywalker.
2: Exactly,
0: but when you look at the the prequels, episode one through three, the legend could arguably be Anakin Skywalker or Darth Vader, well, the chosen
1: one, basically. Yeah, the like legend Dar- of the chosen one.
0: Yeah, like Dar- Darth Vader or Anakin Skywalker, he was he was the guy. And then in the prequel or in the original trilogy, uh, it was all about Luke um, yeah.
1: taking on the guy, becoming so- the guy.
0: Yeah, so I think I think this one. I know a guy. I do know a guy, but I think uh, I think this one is. I think the legend they're talking about is Ray. I mean, unless there's other Jedi that we don't know about that happen to survive the purge and hear the call, of the Resistance. Ahsoka, maybe like who knows? Like an old Ahsoka, that'd be dope. Oh, she's out there. <laughs>
1: right, let's
0: right. go. Let's go the no. next twenty. Right, here we go. All right, let's go.
1: you guys think Jakku, Tatooine?
0: I think it's... There's one uh, Jakku.
2: I don't think I, it's Jakku.
0: I think it's Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> they said they were talking about how they shot in Jordan. Um, all right. Sorry. Right, great. Stop. Perfect time to stop it again. Um,
2: she definitely knows it's coming.
0: Yeah. I mean... Not a surprise she, to her. Yeah, no. She knew it was... Whether it was through the forest or because it's training or whatever.
2: I think... Here's what I think's happening well, here. What, what, what kind of exercise would it be, I mean,
0: really? I, I think this is
1: full team up mode. I think Kylo Ren's coming. He's her lift. He's Ubering her into a battle. They're getting ready to team up. Maybe she got stranded somehow. Well, but why I is think the lightsaber on?
0: Exactly. Maybe I mean, she's she just getting ready. I mean, no, no, dude, she's she, using it she's, as like a she's clearly going to slice this tie fighter in half. I, I um, like the
2: theory, but but why is the lightsaber on? I, mean, I don't. I don't know. Why did Darth Maul ignite his
1: lightsaber at the end of Solo? Because Darth Maul rocks. Just just because. He,
0: just he, ignited it. It, he ignited it because everyone associates Darth Maul with a double-bladed red lightsaber.
1: Well, in that way, there's a lightsaber in every movie.
0: Was there a lightsaber in Rogue One?
1: Darth Vader, my yeah, friends.
0: Vader. Oh, yeah, at the end. Well, that wasn't originally there. Mm-hmm. That was a Ron Howard edition.
1: What? Uh, uh, Darth
0: Maul? No, Darth Vader in Rogue One.
1: Not Ron Howard. Uh, that was yeah. uh, Gareth Edwards and uh, Tony Tony Gilroy. I think actually Ghost Bruce, part of the, uh, Ghost part
2: directed of, that the reshoots. Are we talking about? Was that? Yeah, the yeah, reshoots. Yeah. So that, Ron that, Howard that was, was solo.
0: That was uh, that wasn't in the original plan, but uh, that showed Darth Vader as a super badass. But um, uh, as far as this one goes, I mean, what is she doing there on this planet by herself? You know what I mean? But
2: there's no way of knowing. I don't
1: think she's by uh, well, yeah, she's by herself here, but if they're not teaming up. I mean, we see clips later. I think there's going to be uh, I think whether this is Tatooine or Jakku. I seem to th- I think it's Jakku because there's a little more plant life. You see some plant life on Jakku in episode 7 where you don't see like anything uh on Tatooine in any of the other movies. So, they go back to Jakku. Everyone's always going back to Jakku. But uh maybe she's distracting Kylo from the the rest of the final battle. Like this is their showdown. This is her fight.
0: Maybe, maybe you know that's a good that's a good I never thought about that. That's a good uh a good inference. Um about the whole going back to Jakku thing, um it it might it it makes sense, I guess, to a degree because she has always wanted to know who, who, who and what her parents were. And I, I really don't believe what Kylo told her in The Last Jedi.
1: Well, I have a theory. I have a theory about this. And I don't know uh, how much you guys have read the books and stuff yet. The um, Wars Aftermath books pretty sweet. And they tell the story of the Battle of Jakku. And a major plot point in that is that... Uh, and actually in the Battlefront... You guys played Battlefront, didn't you? Too? Of course. So they talk about Palpatine's like oh, right, right. laboratories that he has around the galaxy at these different like Sith dark side nexuses. And there was one on Jakku. And he had a, a laboratory and Jakku was doing some sort of experiments. What if Rey was the result of one of these experiments... That, I mean, possibly she could have yeah, just been, I mean, like, a test tube or, like, cryogenically frozen, frozen in carbonite until some jump traders found her. Yeah. And I, raised I mean, her. I mean, I,
2: I, I, don't, I don't buy the whole, you know, her parents were nobodies. and There's no backstory to her at all. I mean, there has to be a backstory.
1: Well, I mean, I mean if you it's... look at Anakin, his parent was a nobody. But even though she was a nobody, that doesn't yeah, mean that he was that... special. Like, she's exactly. special somehow.
2: So I we think know she's Paul, a Skywalker. I think I mean, she's a know, Skywalker. We know the all involved in this movie. We know there's that backstory with, with Battlefront. I mean, we know that something's going to be going on. I
1: mean, Oh, yeah. At the end of Battlefront, not, they talk about how there's some sort of... Uh, oh, man, I wish I could remember. There's... At the end of Battlefront, when Del Mico gets killed by the other guy that they thought was dead, that was part of Inferno Squadron, and they talk about how there's some sort of... Uh, a uh, plan that's been going on—that uh, something to do with Palpatine, but I can't remember now.
0: Yeah, All well, right. Pal- so Palpatine had like a contingency clause.
1: Yeah, Operation Basically. Inferno or whatever. So Order sixty-seven.
0: But the thing is, man, like uh, when you're talking about, uh, you know, how she's in how she could or couldn't be a nobody. The thing is, the story's focusing on Ray. Why it's focusing on Ray? Who knows? The story could probably just have easily. Have focus on that boy from The Last Jedi who is or like Kylo. the or who was doing like the the sweeping of the stables on Kanto Bite who force pulled the broom to himself. So there's force there's four sensitive people being born around yeah. the galaxy. I, yeah. Again, um, the force I mean, are...
2: And it's not the first time in in Star Wars where somebody has told somebody a lie about their origin story and then in the next episode found out the truth, right? Normally by a Jedi though.
0: Normally by well, a Jedi. Yeah, well, it's true. Like Obi Wan lied to Luke. The- Jedi's uh, like to lie. Yeah. He just said that that he Sit, knew his don't father. Really tell the truth. True. Well, I mean, we're talking. They're talking. To, yeah. to, to, a, to a degree. We, we tell
1: the truth here. We're uh, we're not just centering on the dogmatic, narrow views of the Jedi. To to see. a degree, but like, but
0: they'll they'll try to conceal themselves as much as possible, not to expose uh, themselves. I mean, look at Dooku. He straight exactly. up laid
1: it out to Obi Wan.
0: Okay, but Dooku did not say. Like Duku retired, as far as like the Jedi Order is confirmed. Like he just he just left the Jedi Order. He he didn't come out and say, uh, yeah, "Yeah, I'm a Sith." Twice a pride, double the fall. Um,
1: After <laughs> a while, anyway. Remastered he, Apprentice. You guys have to read Master and Apprentice. I just finished it. Amazing. Yeah, it has cool. a lot more in there about Duku wa- Duku leaving. Has some stuff in there about the Chosen One prophecy. It's pretty legit.
0: Right, but like as far as, as far as telling the truth, there is still deception there. And if you look at um, Darth Sidious, uh, all all through the prequels with Palpatine, he completely concealed himself. He was playing two completely different people up until the moment where he knew Anakin would, you know, um, bring upon the fall of the Jedi. Yeah, right. So they, right they don't up until exactly... he got bested by Mace Windu. Well, that's going to be a Uh, podcast.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we'll have that (laughs) discussion later. (laughs) Yeah,
0: but I don't. The Sith don't tell the truth all the time. They they tell the truth because Uh, their code is the opposite. They're going to omit it. They're all all about exactly,
1: exactly. They tell the truth, but they will omit things. Yeah, exactly. It's a lie omission. But they don't ever say anything. You
2: technically lie. I didn't
1: okay.
0: Technically, I did say. I was so sure. now we're getting into another conversation about Kylo telling Ray uh, that her parents were nobodies, right? So it's well, all of Kylo it. Knows, so the, the, the whole. like but, yeah, sitcom, Kylo
2: might not be knowing that he's lying.
1: Right? I mean, right. as far as yeah. Kylo knows, if my theory is correct and Ray was like some sort of experiment and she just doesn't know, like as far as she knows, those are her parents, and as far as Kylo could see into her mind, those are her parents, but I think she's some sort of clone, some sort of... Uh, I like, like theory. Some sort of a uh, like Palpatine guy Anakin stuff. as a cripple, as a half-man, but he had so much more potential. He's already played around with cloning, played around with Sith alchemy, and I think she is some sort of clone to try and reach the highest potential of of what Anakin's the Skywalker DNA could be, and that's why she sees when she looks in the mirror and she's looking for the truth in herself. That's why there's 10,000 of her because see, there's been 10,000 of her.
0: Oh, interesting. See now, see now you're getting into like crazy philosophical territory, but I mean, so the thing is like the story could have, it's focusing on Ray for a reason. Right. right? It could have
1: just as easily. She's, they could have started at 10, 10, years earlier and focused well, on Kyla. Well, no, thought. it,
0: it could have focused on could the other. Awesome like movie. I keep, I keep bringing up that boy from Kanto bite. From the Last Jedi, but we've we've seen that there's other Force users out there that are still young and, and you know impressionable. Right. So why are we focusing on Rey? Yeah. That's why you?
1: Question. As Luke says
0: several um, times. In so sky. so why so I she's either you? some what sort girl? of she's either some sort of experience experience <laughs> oh, maybe
2: <Hey>.
0: uh, experiment. <laughs> she was or she's either a Skywalker or she was part of Luke's Jedi training thing, Kylo fell in love with her and maybe he used his power to like he, all his entire things throughout the movies were going into people's minds. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe he erased Darth everything, ab- everything about her training and stuff. Yeah. Kind of like the original KOTOR and sent her off to Jakku. So she would be just what away girl. from everything. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He says, he says, what girl he, he
1: definitely is aware of her. And like I talked about uh, with you guys before, also in like one of the books. Also in the, the Lego, uh, the Lego Star Wars thing, and originally in the script, when Ray pulls the lightsaber past him from the snow in the Force Awakens, he says, "It is you." So he knows something is going. On. He knows something about her.
2: Right. Like there's there's more to her. All right, guys, all right next one. twenty seconds, ready? Yeah, let's here we two. go. Let's go.
0: Running in sand is hard. Yeah. Matrix style. This is awesome, though. Yeah.
2: So she's oh, not. She's, so she's so, so she's not swinging the
0: that though. Half. No, she's not swinging it, but she's. It's yeah, let's stop her. So hold on. Let's well, stop, let's stop right like, now. Let's yeah, There's let's like there's like
2: four things we just saw. So, All right. So, so first off, yeah, so, let's, let's go back ship, to the ship
1: first. That, that ship flying over. Couple things. Some people hold think.
2: On. What's that? What's that? Let's well, start no, chronologically. Let's work from the.: yeah, so, high... so,
0: yeah. so her like flying upside down, she's not slashing because she's upside down holding it, and the ship's going to fly through her lightsaber
2: i slashes while he's upside down, spinning.
0: Well, <laughs> he did.
2: It, it doesn't look like she's trying to attack it from what we saw. She could be, but it didn't. Uh, you know looks he like her it was lightsaber was faced
0: down. To just cut just it right.
2: Straight down. over it, lands
1: and then force pushes it into like into the ground.
0: makes it go faster. <laughs> no, not even
1: go faster. Just More just like speed. <laughs> Off kilter's it, just tilts it, and then it just.
0: All right. So uh, right after this Christmas, we see uh... we see a ship flying yeah. past the camera to to some lights. Like
1: some, I've heard a couple people say that they think that might be like lit up ruins of the Death Star in that ocean that we see at the end of the trailer. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, I'm not sure yeah, about that. I'm just like, like,
0: down like, down. like the ruin. I guess if it was high enough, sure, but why would people create a city on top of it? Like, this, this kind of, this has a very, uh, like, Bespin Cloud City feel to it.
2: Right. it be, like, could be like a smuggler, like a, not like a, in sm- a
0: cloud. yeah, like a smuggler's haven is kind of what I get.
2: That's really fine. But, but I, I did see a, uh, a, a picture that compared the ship in that shot that we saw to the ship when, uh, she the flew, flashback, that flew away from her. The flashback that she had when they dropped her off on Jakku when she was young, the same ship that flew away from her, looks just like
1: There's a lot of rumors that there's going to be more flashbacks in this, that there's going to be a scene that was originally shot for The Force Awakens with a young Kylo, a younger Luke, younger Han, younger Leia, with uh, leaving Kylo with uh, with Luke. So do you, think, do you guys think we're going to see some more
0: flashbacks? Maybe some more flashbacks from certain point oh, of views? It's going to be... Did, uh... did, from a certain point of view
2: did we see any flashbacks in, in, episode eight? in episode eight yeah i'm trying to think did we yeah see any yeah
1: yeah uh the whole like uh uh what is it it's like an old japanese movie kind of nagasaki not nagasaki
0: but the yeah the way the they uh, did flashbacks that, bomb. Uh, <laughs> good, that, good call, that, that
1: might that might happen in in this movie but um no, the flashbacks from different
2: point of view. So you get the story first.
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
2: We see like Luke's flashback and Kyle's... You're right. You're right. So we have yeah. seen flashbacks every movie. Yeah. Or, so, of, well, the series, of the episodes, new of the
0: sequels.
1: Episode seven, we get like the they call it the Force back.
0: Right, but the flashbacks were different in the Last Jedi, um, based off a certain point of view. Everyone told a different story. So who knows which one is realistic and or accurate.
1: Right. I think that, I think basically the first one is from Luke's point of view, like his, his omission of some of the truths. The second one was Kyle's point of view and just the way he perceived it. Like he wasn't necessarily lying. Yeah. yeah. He perceived it as, yeah, Luke was just trying to kill me. He was just going to kill me.
0: Yeah. So the truth lies somewhere in the middle. Um, Well,
1: And that's basically what the third one won. One was it was Luke saying, like, okay, yeah, I did but, pull so, my lightsaber
0: on him. But the thing is, like, so, like, Luke says for a fleeting second, right? Right. Like for a fleeting moment or something along those lines. And then, but from Kylo's perspective, uh, he actually came down Sworn with his out. lightsaber to kill him. Right. um So that is a very, very specific point of view. Maybe he just, yeah, maybe from his point of view, that it was what was going to happen
1: from my point of view the jedi are evil
0: as possible uh but and you are lost but it's just it's just so weird to think about how very different those two viewpoints are i don't think so luke separated himself from the force he gave up everything he doesn't want to train jedi because of what happened so why would he why would his version not be true right. if, if he's so ashamed about everything and is willing to let the jedi die because of it. Why would his version be
1: I think that's why I think truthful. that the second time that he tells it it's like yeah, this is the truth of it. This
0: is it's
2: close, it's much closer to yeah. the truth. I don't think he's wrong. I think it's just their perception of what happened. right? right. I mean, that happens in, in real life where people have yeah, different people perceptions just... of, uh, of what actually has happened, right? I mean, I mean, I'm I'm like, uh my There will be flashbacks. I'm confident and hopeful there will be flashbacks.
0: But yeah, Josh, I agree that uh, so, like I said, this kind of looks like a a cloud city type feel. This this might be. I would I would wager a bet to guess that this is probably where they find Lando. Yeah, that's
2: not. It it could be actual Bespin, not in the clouds, but it could really be like Bespin below the clouds. Bespin is
1: well, Bespin's a gas giant, so it'd be like landing on Jupiter.
0: You, know, you never know. Uh, well, you can't really land on Jupiter, so that's my that's point. Stupid, my Josh. point. Ex- my point exactly.
1: <laughs> that this probably isn't actually Bespin, because you 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 really couldn't land on Bespin, or Yavin for that matter. Yavin's also a gas giant, but uh, Yavin
0: Four very different.
1: Very very different. <laughs> All right, so Yeah, let's watch, yeah, let's watch the next couple yeah. seconds here. Are we at one twenty?
0: So yeah, we're at we're at we're no we're at we Kylo.
1: Yeah, I'm at like 116 right now.
0: Down and repairing his helmet, basically. So there's a lot to unpack there. Well, this yeah, so this first landed. shot
1: with Kylo like clotheslining this guy. Uh, so have you guys seen the leaked? Uh, yeah, I sent it to you guys. The one, the leaked poster that came out a few weeks ago with uh, C3PO with the band oiler and the right. crossbow. Yeah. All right, so. The Knights of Ren, who we saw briefly in, like in the uh, force back, are on that poster, and they all have kind of primitive-looking weapons. One of them has the exact weapon; it's kind of like a scythe-looking oh. thing that this guy is holding right here. So it yeah. looks like Kylo is taking out one of the Knights of Ren here.
2: Yeah. So I just did a pause on it, and he's definitely holding something. I think like a hilt that looks kind of similar to a lightsaber. Yeah. And it's some sort of hilt, and he's wearing a cloak and a hood over him. I mean this yeah. isn't some like stormtrooper or some random guy, he definitely appears to be a knight a knight of wren.
0: Yeah, right. I, I think that I think so too. But then the question is, so you go back to the title, which has always been misleading. Um, they always try to mislead people. So if he's killing a knight of Ren... Has he taken control of this specific portion of the First Order that we see after no. he slams this guy down?
2: It, it, it looks like the stormtroopers are fighting with him. They're going the same direction as he is.
0: Right. Well, yeah. But that's... I mean, like, so so are they fighting for Kylo? Who is? I think there's going to be
1: think there's going to be a couple different factions. There's supposed to be an entirely new army of the uh, First Order that shows up, and they're all in red. So they're red stormtroopers, and they almost have like a clone trooper-esque looking helmet in this leaked poster um so the theory is that there's going to be a couple of different factions of the first order possibly kylo's going to be getting uh betrayed or there's going to be some sort of a coup going on between him and hux where hux is trying to use this other faction of the first order to overthrow kylo
0: well yeah and and if you look back to the last jedi um, when Hux was when he walked into the room after Ray and Kylo had fought off all the guards, should have just shot him. Yeah, he could. He was. He was about to pull off his blaster, or pull out his blaster, rather. And and he was gonna. He was gonna end. <laughs> right. That was some Star Wars porn for you. He's gonna pull <laughs> off his blaster. But. Uh, <laughs> But he was yeah he was about to shoot Kylo but Kylo started he like he 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 was roused he woke up and, not aroused <laughs> no no I knew you were gonna go there not aroused his lightsaber
1: he is very well, well let's 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 tell the people what they uh, revealed at the episode nine panel that there's gonna be they they got to take it up a notch uh, Poe Dameron Oscar Isaac said that uh, there's there's not gonna be any shirtless. Just shirtless Kylo, they got to take it up a notch. It's just going to be full frontal, Kylo. Yeah, I
2: think you he mentioned yeah. pornography. Explicitly. Yeah, he he mentioned in, full in frontal Kylo. Yeah. yeah, we will we will see
0: And then
1: uh, Colbert asked Daisy about uh, Kylo's lightsaber
0: and what she thought of it. Uh, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Well, his lightsaber is actually pretty cool, but yeah, I think uh I think so. And even at the end of the Last Jedi, he's like Kylo Force pushed Hux away. Um. So there's definitely going to be some sort of divide because these troopers technically follow Hux's order, like they are Hux's, right? Because, uh, well, because okay, Kylo, so Kylo says something. Kylo said something. they whoever's leading the First Order, right? Kylo, Kylo says something in The Force Awakens about using clones, and right. Hux was like, "No, my troopers are, you know." Well, fantastic here's the thing.
1: I'll give you some her. canon background for that. So, uh, Hux's father, Brendel Hux. He, uh... Brendel.
2: I thought you were in Star
1: yeah. Wars. Uh, Brendel Hux. Hux. Brendel Hux. He, he, uh, was brought into the First Order. He was selected to come into the First Order and head up the training program. Because of his Imperial Academy, he did things a specific way. Basically like that. He took kids much younger than they usually were. Essentially brainwashed them from birth. And you brought them up. But,
2: yeah. My wife. Uh, Oh, you, you all right?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, like, uh, like, uh, so you. I'm Unless in, I'm in, I'm in my bedroom. being for a second. The, the <laughs> wife, like, the wife and kid are outside, and uh, we have like the bedroom nanny cam type thing. And my wife messaged me and was like, she keeps waving at you. And my wife talked to me through it, so I was just like, I look terrifying, I'm sure, but I was smiling like, not any more than usual, and fakely and waving. Oh well, first of all, Josh, thank you. I appreciate uh, the comment. <laughs>
1: But um, no, so so yes, what you are saying is canonically true that uh, Armitage Hux, uh, General Hux, inherited the uh, the program his father started, and that's like the brainwashing, like Finn says, that was taken from a family I didn't know and was trained and brainwashed and programmed. Which
0: ironically time. is the exact same thing when it came when it comes to the Jedi Order in the yes. prequels. Yep. They were taken. Well, I mean, like, I think the parents probably had some say when it came they to the Jedi. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think with the first order, they were just taken. Mm-hmm. All right.
2: Where are you guys at in the trailer right now? I'm so, at uh, 116 at the moment. I'm right, at 117. 117.
0: That's on me, too. Yeah. All right. You want to go to uh, 140? So he's fixed the helmet.
2: Actually, there's a lot that goes on. Let's just go. Yeah, over. So,
0: so we're going to have to, like, kind of unpack it a little bit. Based so we pieces. see we see him repairing the helmet, which means that he is embracing who he thought he was, at least. So oh, he's, he's going back
1: him. to it, basically. I think, I think that's a big piece of it that, uh, you know, Snoke kind of – that's part of my theory. Like, Snoke calls him in The Force Awakens. He tells Hux, go get Kylo, bring him to me to do what? What's he say? To finish his training. Right, yeah. What's the completion of training for Dark Side users
0: to kill their master? Kill your
1: master, yeah. And then he goads him into killing him, essentially. Yeah, that's true.
0: I I don't think. I don't think Snoke. Was willing to die or stupid enough to die? Just, I cannot just be give, betrayed. Just given uh, how menacing this, this, he was in The Force Awakens, I don't think that he was expecting to die. I think he was expecting him to kill.
2: I, I think there's going to be more than what, we, what what met the eye in what we saw. I think there's going to be Snow he's a is, he's a puppet or yep, he's he the was man behind screen. the curtain. He is yeah, the wizard of he eye. is a Palpatine puppet. Or yeah, or, or, or he could have been,
0: or he could have been Palpatine. There, there, there yeah, are books, right? It. There are, there are books, right, Josh, I mean, about Palpatine switching consciousness. With yeah, he, I mean, there's books about him clones. being
2: clones. He could be a force. I mean, there's uh, in some way, shape, or form, he is somehow related to Palpatine well, or some sort of. Palpatine.
1: My well, yeah, theory is, prior but, to the episode nine trailer with Pelpy's lap at the end was that
2: Pelpy. Snoke, he's,
0: not, he's he's not your Palpatine. buddy, Josh.
1: He is, he is my buddy. No, well, actually, <laughs> actually, uh, Billy D. Williams is my buddy. I, I met him. He, he buddy, called God. me his buddy, so I, I'm taking. He that probably to calls me. everybody his buddy. That, well, I'm putting that on my gravestone. Buddy of Billy D. Williams. <laughs> but um, no, he. Uh, my theory prior to this was that Snoke was some sort of a uh, like an avatar for the a dark side user. Possibly, like, maybe even Plagueis. Maybe they train up these people to take over the galaxy, and he just comes back when he has to. Basically, he can't retain—because even, like, those old books you're talking about with Palpatine being cloned again and again and again, jumping consciousness from body to body, is because the dark side corrupts,
0: absolutely. Right, and then look at what Snoke's body looked like.
1: Exactly. Like, the dark side can't contain that kind of power in a mortal body— for too long. So did he, can he not maintain a physical form? And so he's just like using pawns to, you know, further his will.
2: I think the point that you made about, you know, what's the true progression of, you know, how does a dark side user finish his training, right? He kills his master. I mean, that could have been foreseen and planned by Palpatine using his puppet of snow, knowing that. that All right, here, I I was going to bring this
1: up. I was going to bring this up later. This ties in directly with that. So after the episode nine trailer, I think that and so they have also revealed that they brought George Lucas in. And these stories are all the yeah. the new trilogy are all uh loosely, very loosely at this point, based on George Lucas's outlines for what he had for seven, eight, and nine. It seems that they went astray they went astray definitely in episode seven. They went astray in episode eight, but they brought George back. And I think throughout all of this it has been a plan to bring Palpatine back, and here's my theory. How the key, how- the key
0: Josh, is Jar Jar.
1: The key, my
0: key, The key. The key to everything
1: is Jar Jar. Now, it kind of freaked me out when uh, Colbert said, right here, or no, it wasn't Colbert, it was the other host guy, where he was like, this, at the Episode 9 panel, he's like, this chair right here, this is where Jar Jar Binks is going to sit, and I was like, oh that my was god. was
2: <laughs> Oh <laughs> my well, god,
1: it's Tar to be in Episode 9. How, how, how dare dare he... He... If Jar if Jar? No, it wasn't on. Warwick, it was the other oh, guy, that, no. the hype guy that came on after him.
0: Oh, was it? Uh, yeah. Okay, then never mind. There was, but, like, uh, there
1: was like four different hosts. Yeah, were. it was DJ Elliott, Warwick Davis, and then, I can't remember the other guy's yeah, like, name. Yeah. The guy he was at the the 501st bash, too. Yeah. But uh, here's my theory of how Palpatine has been part of this all along. Have you guys followed the uh Darth Vader, the new canonical Darth Vader comics that just ended? The series just ended.
0: That's gonna be a big negative for me. No. Oh boy, you okay? So we, we should continue just going through the trailer, I think. Uh, this, We're this, making good this,
2: progress, guys. This,
1: this, ha, this has everything to do with what you, what Sean and everybody was just saying. So in the Darth Vader comic, there is a, and actually it was in the Lando comic a while ago too, the same helmet that was the helmet of Darth Momen, an ancient Sith Lord that imbued his essence, his spirit into this helmet. And he was able to um, commune with, speak with people, and even possess people. Through this helmet. Here's my theory: When Palpatine was overthrown, in Return of the Jedi and the Death Star, we see Vader throw him over. We see this like strange-looking, like spirit-like energy, like this blue stuff come up, and also the lightning is still attached to to Vader. Then Vader dies. He's killed. He's burned. And at some point, Kylo. Uh, retrieves Darth Vader's helmet, that helmet. Right. And he's speaking right to Vader's helmet, as if it speaks back to him. Show me again the power of the dark side. I'll finish what you started. What if Palpatine has imbued himself into that helmet, and he's using that helmet, just like Darth Woman did, canonically, to twist and manipulate Kylo this whole time? So this whole time, Uh -uh. he's talking to Grandpa Anakin, Grandpa (laughs) Vader. Good old Grandpa. Good old Grampy Vader, but actually it's Sidious still manipulating the Skywalker.
2: I mean, I'll just say that if if Snoke wasn't some sort of puppet and he literally just died, I'm going to be very disappointed. I mean, there there has to be some sort of background that we're going to see some story behind.
1: Palpatine's pulling the yeah. strings. I think he's I really hope Palpatine's pulling puppet. the strings. I, he's in
0: this think that's just going to happen. And and here's here's the thing though. So like when you're when you're bringing up like comics and stuff, and as far as like fan reaction to comic stuff when they try to put it in the movies, the whole Luke Skywalker force ghost thing, like force projection was in a comic and people thought that that was uh, bullshit. Not they... canonical
1: though. Not canonical. That was not canonical comic. Like there is a story well, group. But, now but it place. is, but it
0: is now because it happened in a movie.
1: Right. But I'm saying like the story group, like they've said, you don't need to read these comics to make sense of the movies. You don't need to read the books. You don't need to ma- read the comics, but if you do, it will, like give a new depth, it will All give right. a heightened depth to your understanding of this.
0: All right, I, I will concede because we still have forty seconds of the trailer to go through. And I spend <laughs> We're like watching. An hour. It's like
2: ten seconds and then forty minutes of conversation. All right, All where right. are we at right now? Twenty. Well, seconds. no. So, so what we point? can't we
0: can't like really watch like seconds. So, um, we'll also like do ten seconds at a time. It's well, so no, because well, so, like the, the next the next, the next thing scene we saw
1: was Finn and Poe. Yeah, Finn and po on the desert planet,
0: and Finn has Ray's staff.
1: That he does that he does why
0: I uh, don't know
1: well, Finn has Ray's staff and one of the pictures we saw at the panel Ray has a stick instead of a staff at some point C3PO ends up I mean, with the staff and the bowcaster
2: could the? I mean it's a very good chance they're looking for her like they found that and they're looking to return it to her they don't know what has come of her they're separated right
0: Possibly. And and if you look at the next scene, like the next little image, it's BB-8 and the other Yo. little droid tilting their heads as if they're looking at something like, whoa. What? That's- BB unit. So they're looking at something crazy. And then we fall into Chewbacca. In the back, the-
1: though, if you notice in the back of the BB-8 and Dio scene... um. There was a uh, a leak or a rumor that they were going to go to an abandoned droid factory with a bunch of droid scraps and even a bunch of battle droids from the Clone Wars. So that pretty much confirms that.
0: Interesting.
2: That'd be awesome.
0: And then you have it looks like I think Chewbacca is probably flipping a switch, but it looks like he's like yeah. fist bumping the sky like <laughs> it was, yeah. It, it shows Chewbacca. them in
2: hyperspace him because
0: and Lando. because Lando yeah and and then yeah we find we see Lando. Where did they pick where did he pick up Lando? Probably at the place that we saw before with all the clouds around. Like the well, I mean, if you're if you're talking like cyclical storytelling type stuff, you're gonna pick up Lando somewhere among the clouds. All
2: right. I, I mean there's gonna be some fan service probably where they show him like Cloud City briefly. I mean that would make sense, right?
1: Yeah, so canonically, Lando has gone back to Cloud City. He has taken Cloud City back over. He turned it basically from a casino planet to a droid factory. So he is now
2: manufacturing droids. Is that part of the, like, what's the last we saw him now? New canon. So recently before. The The last we saw him was
1: about 10 to 15 years before before The Force Awakens. And he was Baron Administrator of Cloud City once again and using it to create droids. Okay. Big rumor is that that's where BB-8 came from. Specialty droid, one of a kind BB B- unit. B- from
0: later. B- Interesting. And then, and then, following that, uh, after they jump to hyperspace, we have we're back on the, uh, on the same desert planet. It looks like with a, bunch the of, with a bunch of beacons around the area. If you follow, if you played different games like um, Jedi Knight Jedi Academy, these beacons probably look a little familiar. But uh, you have, so not only do you have troopers. Yeah, there's um, so jetpacks too. Yeah, you have There's jet, yeah.
1: jump, jump troopers. Yep. Yeah.
0: But, but it looks like they're actually flying forward, not just up to a different position. So it looks like an actual jetpack. Yeah, jump trooper. So they're on the run from something or trying to get to something. And then the next little blurb. Kind of insinuates that they're shot down. A well, ship is shot down right. at more closely.
2: Look at that. I don't know <laughs> if it's, yeah. It looks like it's, it's different. It looks like, Jedi,
0: it looks like a Jedi it looks like a Jedi Starfighter. It's an A yeah. Wing is
1: what it is. And yeah, it all, it's and it, it's flying over some sort of destroyer, some sort of larger vessel ship.
0: Yeah, it's 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 so an A Wing, for those who don't know, is essentially a Jedi Starfighter. Um it's fast. And yeah, it is getting shot down. Over, yeah. A larger
2: uh, ship, a capital. Is, is that is that Jakku? Yeah, could be. Well, I, 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 don't, I don't know it Could be another this... flashback
1: of Jakku. Could be. It could be the, could battle, be of the battle. of Jakku. Yeah, it could be.
0: Yeah, it could. It could, it, could it could. be where Rey is dropped off.
2: Yeah. yeah is that crashed. the same type of ship? Was it? That
0: it looks like the same type of ship that she was scavenging in the beginning.
2: No, no, I mean the shit that dropped her off. We showed her. No, the it's not day. that same type
1: of shit. Oh, okay. No. okay, all right. Uh, well, people have drawn similarities to it, but um,
0: and then we see the Leia metal
1: holding e- either Han or Luke's. Probably, I'm guessing Han's medal yeah. from A New Hope. Probably, probably, probably still f- sitting around the Falcon somewhere. They've been hanging. The whole like you know leftovers of the Resistance have been hanging out in the Falcon, reading the Jedi texts and hanging out. And I probably stumbled across this, you know, right next to the remote droid that Finn found. In, uh, right. Of uh, real quick, I wanted to mention to you guys, going back to Lando. We talked about, like, the cyclical thing and how, you know, cyclical uh, elements are very much part of Star Wars. Also, the costumes. There's a lot of hints in costuming. Um, you guys remember Naomi Ackie, the new actress, that was there. They they even joked about is uh, is Lando your your father? It's, oh yeah, you know Lando yeah. is a uh, smooth gentleman. He gets uh, he gets around the galaxy. He probably has a lot of kids, a lot of places. I, I tell you what, Lando
0: yeah. at that Lando at that panel was
2: awesome. <laughs> Lando, it's like nobody died.
0: To, yeah, you know, Billy died.
2: Smooth for, for for being like an eighty seven year old guy, like so sharp and just smooth, and I mean. Yeah, he, uh, he was, was one of my favorites as far as about, uh, people in the past.
1: Train had Solo, but uh, nobody died.
2: Why well, is everybody always giving me shit? What is something, it, something it, along those lines, it's, it's Han uh, actually.
1: So, uh, so we see Lando. He's once again wearing yellow, basically a yellow version of his of his like Episode Five Cloud City.
0: But he also I, wore yellow in Solo.
1: Right, so it's a callback to that. But I want to mention it's when they showed just that, his color, dude. Well, here, here's the thing. When they showed that photo, of uh, Janna is her name. Naomi Aki's character's name. Janna, what? We don't know. Possibly Calrissian. She was also wearing yellow and had a cape.
2: Part of the Calrissian family. She's
1: yeah, wearing look. a cape. And she's wearing really? yellow. She's wearing a cape.
0: I'm willing to bet Lando Calrissian has children's own many sex sex <laughs> systems. LaPai has a lot That's of sex. Of sex I, won't, I won't, Well, he, he, was, he was Lando like his, has many sex. His, his droid the, his droid. Thought that she was into him.
1: with your finger.
0: But uh, so then so then we see uh, Ray hugging Leia. Um, okay.
1: Pretty choked up.
0: Yeah, and so I mean, if you look back into their relationship. Um When they, they landed, like to hug well they Leia did. Leia didn't hug Chewie, who had known Han for so long. She came up and hugged Ray right away.
1: They had a bond hadn't even met Ray yet.
0: Not, no, so doesn't even, doesn't even maybe, know who she is. Maybe that's because some sort she... of like force connection just in general. But uh, because maybe she felt Ray's pain with that. And that's mm-hmm. why she hugged him before or hugged her before well, Chewie. Well, like she,
1: she felt Han's death, just like, you know, Yoda, to a greater extent, felt the other Jedi's death. And maybe she felt Ray's anguish because Ray at this at that point had already looked up to Han, like Kylo calls her up for, like a father. He would have disappointed her, so Kylo says, but
2: they had that shared grief. Yeah. yeah we already know so the, they, they did say in the panel i don't know if this is announced before they are going to use clips from <clears throat> from force awakens that I should, yep. that. yeah so probably that paired with like body doubles and stuff They'll
1: yeah well was- jj very much makes his movie in the editing room he is notorious for shooting like you know five times as much as what he needs and then he he will go back through, and he will form things in the editing room. So that's what he said. He was like, "Fortunately, I do this, and we have an excess of footage that has not been used that we can use, you know, for Carrie."
0: Yeah, no, and, and uh, I hope I hope that uh, they do her justice. Poor so Carrie. So,
1: question question for you guys then: Do they kill Layoff in episode nine?
0: She, uh, she has to, or she goes away. I mean, she gotta yeah, be some she, yeah. To she she goes it. some. She goes somewhere. Whether it's to death, she, maybe she becomes one with the force. Maybe she says, "Uh, nope," and Not. bounces. <laughs> See, <laughs> but,
1: if I, nope, I, feel here, is, I think I feel this goes back into what we were saying earlier. This is it's rumored that this is the reason why Trevorrow left the project. Trevorrow was all set to go. He had a script ready. There was already stuff in pre-production; they already had things being built, and Episode Seven was Han's story. Episode Seven was Mark's story, and they had previously said over and over again, Episode Nine or yeah, Episode Nine was going to be Carrie was going to be Leia's time to shine. She was going to be the main, you know, original trilogy person in this. But and that's what Trevorrow wrote his script around. So the big rumor is that Trevorrow left because. He was too attached to that and basically could not work around not having Carrie as the focal point.
2: Interesting.
0: It is interesting. Man, so it'll, be, it'll be cool to see what happens. Though. So if you move forward, um, you see like the the crew in front of what appears to be the fallen Death Star. 2. Why so do they so, so many Endor. Friends?
1: So Endor. So this is not the, Mars, Endor. the real well, Endor. Possibly the forest moon of Endor, or or Endor proper, which we've never actually seen. Well, who, like
0: them. yeah? Who knows? Who knows where gravity pulls the uh, right. I mean, the remains? Uh-huh. But but if you look if you look at like the the shot where you see the actual Death Star, you see Ray has like an actual hood on her costume, and she's also okay. holding something.
1: She's holding a backpack. It looks like of some sort.
0: Yeah, it can be. It looks like like it has a a strap. Has a strap coming up to it. It looks like a purse.
1: It's her clutch.
0: But (laughs) uh, but my point of that. So 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 now she's wearing white. She's like Ray the White from Lord of the Rings. She's transformed. But she has so she has this hood, right? So I think that that's a cool like that like. If you think of Jedi and like the prequels, at least like they they have hoods, right? So I I see her now as like a fully fledged Jedi. She's one hundred percent. She's she's done yeah. her trials or she's whatever.
2: Yeah, day. I mean that's the kind of what Luke says in the beginning, right? We've given, given months, you we've we've taught you all we, we can. Yeah, I mean she's that's that's where she's at. I think. A
1: thousand generations of Jedi live in you now, but this is your fight
0: and no one seems worried yet no one's grabbing their weapons or holding any sort of weapon and then as it zooms into the Death Star you hear Luke say no one's ever really gone and then it just cuts to black and then you hear it and and then
2: (laughs) 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 that's a really good one funny thing <laughs> is Casey and I were sitting next to each other when it was playing, and like, we heard it, we both kind of looked at each other, and were like, oh my god, like is that, like I even asked him, was that Palpatine? Like, "Yeah, that's, that's freaking Palpatine. I,
1: on my recording, all you can hear me saying yeah. is, that's it's Palpatine. Palpatine, it's
0: Palpatine, it's Palpatine.
2: Yeah, I, I, th- I think I, I referred to him, oh my s- god. S- since
0: this is Talking Sith, I think I specifically referred to him as the Emperor.
2: Or Sidious. You also but uh
0: and, and yeah, and then and then you cut into the uh, the title page, right? And you see like a slow it's not slow, it might take a second, but it just pops up the rise of Skywalker and it splits Star Wars apart, right? Um how awesome was that? Just seeing that and being there around like ten thousand other people.
2: Yeah, the whole experience was awesome. Electric. Yep. That that was the highlight of, I would say, for me, the whole trip. Or the whole, you know, all of Celebration was that panel and seeing the trailer. That was yeah, like the apex but... of it all.
0: Yeah, it, it made everything worth it. Uh, to, to go and spend that money and to, like, corral my child.
1: Right, like, it was awesome seeing all the celebrities there. But honestly, I would have gathered with 10,000 other people if they were just like, come and watch the trailer. For oh, two. yeah. For two minutes and three seconds, and we'll tell you what the title is. And well, you, well, yeah, leave. I would well, have yeah. done a lottery. Possibly got screwed over. Had a small heart attack when I didn't think everybody was going to get in.
2: Yeah, and Dude, I was I was up till minutes.
0: four. I was up till four a.m. the, the yeah, night
2: before. We, we were freaking out. We were all at McDonald's at like one, and then we looked at it like, oh, wait. These passes only have like two people's names on it. It doesn't have everybody
0: there. So yeah, we all, I, 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 we all had a heart attack, and no one, so no one understood again. what like the the rules and regulations were. Like the it, it was, was very nasty. vague. Everyone had different opinions. Atterbury is puking in the bathroom of McDonald's, and then and then and then we get back to like our, our separate places and I remember messaging Sean and I think you too Josh and I was uh, and like going pouring through the FAQ and the actual wording for it oh yeah and uh, I could have went to sleep like 3 hours sooner than I did and not been super tired I probably still would have been hung over. <laughs> well,
2: we had, like, but, multiple <laughs> scenarios and plans in our head and how we could scheme our way in or, or ways that we could get in if they said their ticket wasn't viable. And we're like, oh, well, we actually did that. I mean, we had backup plans, but luckily it wasn't.
0: really,
1: all we needed to know were a few simple words. Emily. Emily. Emily Emily, Emily. Emily said. Emily said.
0: No, no, said. Not even Emily said. Emily. said, Just Emily. said, said uh, but, Emily. Yeah, said Emily said. Yeah, all right. Emily. But
2: back, back to the trailer, though. So once this was done, I mean, for me, almost my favorite part
0: was when Ian McDermott came out.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah. R- when... Roll it
0: again. Yeah. And, and even then, uh, it took so – because everyone – by that point, everyone knew whose laugh it was. Yeah. And uh, – <laughs>
2: So the people are like, Oh, was that Mark Campbell is the Joker? Like, no, it's not for him. Yeah, I heard people oh, say no. that yeah, uh,
1: actually. Like, no. A bunch of different podcasts and stuff I've been listening to that, like, people are writing into him, like,
2: Oh, who's left? Do you, do you think that was Snoke?
1: You think that was Snoke <laughs> no. laughing at the end? Like, well, uh, you know, I was at the uh, panel, and um, yeah, it's pretty obvious that it was Palpatine because yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: he he was there. They would not have brought, <laughs> yeah. him, they would not have brought him out. It was like Mark Hamill.
0: I know, they're, they're like not just for a joke. And he he came he came out like he came out on stage. The lights came on. He's just standing there. The crowd goes nuts, and they go nuts for like thirty to forty five seconds. Oh, yeah. And he's and he's like he, and he even like laughs at one point because he knows how excited this group is for this.
1: <laughs>
2: he's like grinning the whole
1: time. Yeah, he can yeah. barely contain himself.
0: Yeah, and then and then he just says, yeah, he just says in the Emperor's voice. Roll it, it again. again, and it is. And the crowd went nuts again, and then we watched the trailer again. Yeah. And it was, man, I tell you, it was just super cool to be there in that room. What if he had just experiencing that?
2: What if he just came out the third time and said, "Roll it again," and then fourth time,
0: and it, it, more it, again? I think this will it, not end. I think, I think I think I think it watching. probably could have gone five or six times before the crowd was like, "All right, gotta go." Yeah,
2: and I mean, then he just—I
1: would, would have sat there and watched it over and over again. Yeah. The,
2: the, the the Praetorian guards just come out and they're like, "No, no one's well, going anywhere. You will well, watch." Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, and that's one cool thing I liked about the lottery system this year is that you know you didn't have to camp out for twenty hours and miss out yeah. not only oh. on sleep. I mean, honestly,
1: I think that I a would lot not of could have been wanted... better executed. Yeah, it makes theory, perfect well. sense. It makes perfect sense. They just well, need no, to it... figure it out and actually check our uh I've seen a lot of this on the Facebook and stuff too. Like how many times have your guys' badges actually scanned or checked? I know I had mine checked once.
0: Yeah, no, like uh I my actual badge to get into yeah. the actual celebration, the five day adult badge. Was never looked at the entire time, but
1: they they never scanned mine. One yeah. time, one time, for, mine and Atterbury's were checked, and we thanked the security guard. We're like, "Thank you."
0: <laughs> but we but paid a Com- lot of money for this. But for Comic Con, like they have like scanning stations, so you have to scan to go through security, then you have to scan again to get into like the, the actual show floor.
2: I, I think the I mean overall, there were things that could have been approved upon with the panels and, and the lottery system, but it was awesome. I mean, it was.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, it I mean, was it was great. awesome. I, it was awesome for us because we got into three of the four panels that we wanted to get into. Yeah, and then, and then there were what people. I'll tell you what, though, if it had been a,
2: if it had been a twelve-hour wait, I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have waited overnight. Yeah,
0: no, and, yeah, no way. And and you know, after after watching the video of people oh, watching well, the panel watching. Yeah, on the, the celebration stage four, yeah, I would have had the same. Like, I wouldn't have minded not getting into the panel. Actually, there were,
1: I think, probably more people gathered there actually watching than oh, I'm in the sure. uh, auditorium.
0: Are you kidding but... me? W- Winterest holds 10,000 people. There's no uh, way. There's no uh, way. There's
1: a lot of people on there. There's 60,000 people at Celebration. Like, 60,000 30... tickets sold.
0: Right. So, But the average was 30,000 per day. So, I mean,
1: then you, you possibly got twice as many there. 20,000 watching. <sighs>
0: No, I, I I don't think that's the case. Cuz no, there, no, were, there no. were there were there were two I think there was one or two overflow rooms too. Yeah, that's who, true. Know, who, who knows who knows something else. Galaxy stage I think too also had it there. The so who stage. yeah, so who so who knows how many people actually watch it right there. But I wouldn't have minded just seeing it on the actual celebration stage floor. Yeah, it right, would be like I said, it would have been it, awesome. Still. But it, but but it, it was cool, it's it, cool it was, to be in the same
2: was, room, but yeah, with, when Ian McDermott came out and you got to see the panel, I mean it would still
0: be yeah. great but it was nice. Well, well we, uh, we went, uh, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm just saying I wouldn't have minded it. But yeah, Casey was, and I awesome. went
1: to when we went to Anaheim for 2015 for the Force Awakens. We were in uh, overflow room, which is essentially the same thing. It's just playing out a screen, and it was the same level of, ex- of excitement there when Han came out. Chewie,
0: we're home. Oh yeah,
1: There, <laughs> oh, there were six and Hannah still talks about it too. There were there were girls in front of us that had meltdowns and were like weeping over that. Like, going crazy. It's just, yeah. like, the excitement in the room.
0: Well, yeah, well, that was just awesome, though. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, as long as you're there, if you're part of the fandom, um, you can kind of you can kind of feel it just through watching, like, the reaction videos of the crowds who were there. And uh, I, I, even yesterday, I watched, uh, like I said, the video of people watching at the Celebration stage. I actually watched it twice. And by the end of it, I was just, like, I still had chills. Um, just seeing other people so excited about it got me even more hyped again. So oh, that's. Yeah.
1: I was listening to other podcasters, Steel Saunders from Steel Wars and Johnny Grasso from Rogue One. I was listening to their uh, coverage today while I was working, uh, and it was basically just that them like exactly what I did. Them just recording while they were in the main panel room. Yeah, everybody, you know, their uh excitement and their reactions. Yeah, there's a lot. Of- I was getting, I was getting like you know, choked up. I was getting excited again, like, you get those chills, just
0: yeah, yeah. Man, I, just got, before, I got just before we watching. started
2: this podcast, I I, I was watching the tra- like 10 minutes before I watched the trailer and I got goosebumps at the end of it.
0: Yeah, yeah, this. That's I awesome.
1: was, I've super, been super pumped, super pumped for episode nine, but after this trailer, man, it just takes it to I know it's like
2: every time, you know, like, I, I remember. Yeah, I remember in high school, Josh. When we still had it on VCR, right? We were—I think we recorded the episode three. Oh, man! Trailer like on on the VCR. We brought it into school the next day, and we went to—I don't know whose room it was—one of the teachers' rooms. We played it on like the VCR, and like would pl- press play, and like this is the same thing we just did. We like freaked out,
0: and do, it's do like you, the same you, feeling that we had when we were in high school. Do you remember going to watch? A, like we, we we had some one of our parents drop us off to a movie theater to watch a movie just because the episode three trailer.
2: Yeah, it was it was like a it was like a animated movie like robot. It wasn't robots, but it was. Something oh like that.
0: yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was something It was like the Gall movie. Road Theater or something. I remember. Yeah, we went there just to see the trailer, and then we left. We left. We didn't, left, like we, we didn't did watch do. the movie. We just <laughs> went there for the trailer. Yeah. This, there's a lot to unpack here with Celebration and, and just the episode 9 trailer. Holy cow. We
1: haven't even touched everything else about Celebration.
0: Uh, we haven't even touched everything else about Star Wars. Good God. We're going to be here for the next 97,000 years. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, again, I am Casey Schreffler, Sean
1: Sullivan. And I'm Josh Roach, and you can find us basically across all social media platforms uh, at Talking Sith Pod. So just look for us there.
0: Yeah, when you said you were gonna, you could find us across. I thought you were gonna say the galaxy. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. You can find us, in can all find us across the galaxy at any time of day. Just
2: let us know.
1: Everything expressed in the podcast is the intellectual property of talking Sith. We are not affiliated with Disney or Lucasfilm in any way. Star Wars is their property. We just like to talk about it.